Oh boy. Oh boy, ladies and gentlemen. Let me get it out of the way. Little teen wolf. Get the teen. Yeah, that's right. It's Halloween. Ooh, scary. Scary stuff. Today we have a scary, scary show. Let me just tell you this. Our special guest, we've got an exclusive interview with Freddy Krueger from the Nightmare on Elm Street movies. Those are coming up uh, later on. And uh, all kinds of crazy, scary stuff today. We're going to be talking about a scary lady. We have a crazy news story, a crazy lady that can do something with with people, that dead people and stuff, something I won't even tell you. Um, I'm going to talk to you about uh, something kind of weird and silly and funny that happens with your underwear. Yikes. Yeah, I got a little, little weird underwear story. And I have a feeling you guys have, have been involved in this underwear story. And then I've heard rumor that Michael Jackson might be stopping by because it's Halloween and this is kind of a Halloween show. And he always seems to come in with his thriller song. I don't know what he... I hope he doesn't show up, okay? But Freddy Krueger, Michael Jackson, I see dead people, underwear. I mean, this is as scary as it gets. Here we go. This is the Harland Highway. Ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to introduce... The Harland Highway. I promise you, I will please you all. Believe me. What is he like? What's he like anyway? Oh, he's an angel. You're listening to Harlan Williams. Why don't you give me a name and a face and a reason why? Yo, man, what do you expect? You guys check along, man. <laughs> it's over, Johnny. It's over. Nothing is over. You just don't turn it off. You just made a wrong turn onto the Harland Highway. Weird. Just plain weird. You know what I mean? Welcome to the Harland Highway. Oh, you get your money's worth, believe me. Oh boy. Here we go. It's it's that time of year again, gang. It's Halloween. Oh my goodness. It's Halloween. So very frightened, scared, and alone. Oh, I love this time of year. I, I loves me some Halloween, player. I loves me some scary movies. I loves me the smell of fall in the air. I loves the, the leaves be blown around the streets. And all that shit. All up in my business. I don't know why I'm talking like this, but I am. Um... Hey, welcome to the show. Um, are, are you excited for Halloween? Are you going out for Halloween? Do you have a costume for Halloween? Oh, oh, oh. That's always the hardest part, isn't it? Coming up with the costume. I love it, though. It's so random. I, I was walking around uh, just yesterday. And it was just around, uh, you know, evening... And it's so funny, the, the collection of, of characters you see. Um, basically, I, I was walking past this apartment building. 
and this group of people came out the front door. One was dressed up from head to toe as the Michelin Man. With them was one of the big green, globby, gloomy blob ghosts from Ghostbusters. The one with the big buck teeth and the, you know, the big fat kind of round glowing green one. And then the other person with the men have the full costume on, they just had a rubber mask over their head of Ronald Reagan. And, and the real kicker, the real pios de resistance is they, they had a leash and they're walking a chihuahua. So that's the, that's the beauty of Halloween, man. I saw the Michelin Man, a Ghostbuster ghost, and Ronald Reagan walking a chihuahua. And that's what makes Halloween so fun, man. So I don't know what I'm going to do this year. I mean, the last two years I've gone out for Halloween, I told you I went to like this retro 80s club and it was just like like a David Lynch, something out of a David Lynch movie. It was just bizarre and twisted and we were all like inebriated and it was like being in a twisted, bizarre indie movie. So I don't know what I'm doing yet this year. Hopefully I'll know by uh, the next podcast. I can fill you in on what my plans are. But I'm very excited. Great time of year. It's just another one of those weird human holidays we create. We celebrate the dead. And I, I also feel like we celebrate candy, which is kind of the gateway to being dead, right? We, we, we give these kids all this sugar and caramel and crap. And we wonder why it's called, you know, the Day of the Dead because, you know, basically we start the kids on this pathway to death as they're eating the worst possible crap their bodies can ingest until by the time they hit 75, they're twitching on the floor having a nervous stroke. So it's, it's like a full circle holiday, like a big round pumpkin. So uh, we're going to dedicate much of this show to Halloween. Later in the show, we've got an exclusive scoop. Oh, my God, I'm going to be actually interviewing the one, the only, Freddy Krueger, the famous uh, guy from the movies. It's going to be, I've just got so many amazing questions I want to ask him. Um, so we won't be doing the whole show on Halloween, but we'll be dipping in and out of it to keep you uh, prepped for the, uh, the big event. But um, speaking of, of death, and since we're on the theme of death and the, uh, you know, the, the, the Day of the Dead theme, let's do a wacky news story because you are not going to believe this one, which actually deals with death. Play the theme, Raj. The Harland Highway. Crazy news story. That's weird. Wow. That's strange stuff. Okay, I, th- I think this this could be considered scary. This is apropos for Halloween. Uh, how, how would you feel if, if someone you knew or if you had the ability to sniff people, you know, sniff, and just by sniffing them determine that they had, had a, a lethal, fatal, life-altering disease? Oh, my God. You're probably going, oh, that, that's impossible, Harland. What are you, crazy? People can't sniff diseases. What's the matter with you? Why do you, why do you say these things? What, who gave you your license to even talk into a microphone? Who are you? 
Well, if you don't believe me, listen to this news story. It is it's kind of freaky. Listen. A woman in Perth, Scotland, says she can smell Parkinson's disease. Meet Joy Mill. Her husband died of Parkinson's in June. He lived with the disease for 20 years, and in that time span, she noticed something. I recognized a change in his smell. It's quite a musky smell. Of course, scientists were intrigued, so they conducted a study to see just how legitimate Milne's theory of smelling Parkinson's was. Turns out it was pretty legitimate. Researchers recruited six people with the disease and six without. They had the participants wear t-shirts for a day, then bagged them. Milton smelled each bag and identified 11 out of 12 correctly as either a person with Parkinson's or one without. And the one person researchers thought Milne misidentified as having the disease actually ended up being diagnosed with Parkinson's months later. So how is this possible? Well, doctors believe changes in the skin of people with Parkinson's might produce a particular odor. Researchers are trying to develop a new way to test for the disease as a result. The Scotland director of Parkinson's UK told the BBC that currently the disease is very hard to diagnose because doctors simply observe people and their symptoms. But a diagnostic test like this could enable people to go in and see a consultant, have a simple swab test, and come out with a clear diagnosis. Um, yuck. Hello? Wow. How would you like to be that lady? That's almost like, remember that movie, I See Dead People? She, she walks around going, I smell dead people. Oh, do I smell them. Oh, there's about five or ten in this very Walmart right now. There's that big fat lady over there. There's that big fat guy over there. And there's that stupid looking idiot with the helmet. I mean, good Lord. She's like a human bloodhound. I don't know if I'd want to hang around with a person. Can you imagine you're at a party or at a, a social event. You're hobnobbing and you're just standing there chatting and Somebody notices the cologne you're wearing. They're like, oh, Harlan, that's wonderful aftershave. What is that? What, What is that? Is that? Oh, well, it's Calvin Klein aftershave. Oh, let me have a sniff. Do you mind? No, go ahead. Oh, Christ, you're going to be dead in three weeks. Excuse me? You heard me. You've got leukemia. Oh, hold on. Holy Christ, you got about a five-pound tumor in your abdomen, too. Oh, Christ, you got cancer in your legs. No, no, this is Calvin Klein aftershave. No, no, it's not, lad. No. Holy shit. Oh, holy Christ, you got ovarian cancer. Well, I, I don't even have ovaries. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a man. Oh, I know that smell anywhere. That's the stink of ovarian cancer. Ooh, your colon's not smelling. Do you mind if you pull down your pants a wee bit and I can put my nose right up there and... Would you get out of my ass? Hold on. Oh, boy, that's rank. Oh, that's rank. You've got colon cancer. How about I just farted? How about that, Scotty? Oh, I can smell that, too. That actually smells good next to the colon cancer. Uh, you'll probably be dead by the morning. Wait a minute. Christ, are you sure you're not a zombie? Oh, Christ, I just got a whiff of Lou Gehrig's disease. All over. It's all over your neck. 
and in your armpits. You might as well be on The Walking Dead. You're just a whole stink bag of death. Get the hell away from me. But I must say, I also smell the Calvin Klein. Very nice, very attractive. Are you single? Get away. Holy God. That would just be a curse. I like how they say, too. She's like, I noticed as he got older, he started smelling musky. Well, excuse me, don't all old people start to smell musky? Have you ever been in an old person's house? It smells like a drawer full of old socks. I mean, you that, that wave of oldness hits you the minute you walk through the door, man. It smells like a, a sweater's been down someone's pants for a few weeks. Oh, I guess grandma's here again. And why am I talking like this? It's almost like I should be saying, Ooh, you smell like donkey. Oh, I can smell. Ooh, you, you smell like donkey. Suddenly I'm turning into Shrek over here. What the hell's going on with me? Maybe I've got Shrek. Ooh, I smell it. I've got Shrek on me. Ooh, it's in my blood. Oh, I've got Shrek. Donkey. All right, this is just turning ridiculous. Oh, oh, who's there? Hold on, there's someone at my door. I'm in the middle of a bit. Excuse me. Hello? Oh, God. Hi. Special. No, not you. Oh, no. Turn the music off. What are you doing here, Michael Jackson? Excuse me. Roger, turn the music off. Something evil What are you doing here? Hi. It's me, Michael Jackson. Uh, we know who it is, Jacko. Oh, God. <laughs> what are you doing here in my studio? It's Halloween time. It's special. Oh, here we go. Everything's going to be special, isn't it? Special. What do you want here? It's my my song, Thriller. For Halloween. It's my special song. It's not your special song. It's scary, okay? There's werewolves and zombies. Dancing. What? Dancing zombies. Okay, dancing zombies. Scary. Scary zombies above. Dancing. Special. Dancing. I can't say I would agree with you that dancing zombies are scary. Choreographed zombies are scary. And they're special. You know, just just you say, you know, maybe I thought your video was a little scary, but you just saying choreographed zombies just took all the wind out of the sails. Special? What? What is special? Choreographed zombies are scary, and that makes them special. It does not make them special. In fact, I think you might have just made them less scary. Stop saying special. Special. Don't yell. Is that why you're here? Because it's my Halloween show and you wanted to play Thriller? You said today was a special show. And so I wanted to bring my special music. Stop raising your voice even though it's high-pitched enough. I like Halloween. Can I say something special? 
Yes, Michael Jackson, you can say something special. What is it? Chicka cheat! Smell my special feet! Trick or treat, smell my special feet. Because I won awards for my dancing. You won some awards for your dancing. Moonwalking. Yes, moonwalking. Sliding. Sliding, okay. Twisting. Twisting, yes. And sometimes I go right up on my toes like a ballerina. Okay. And people said my dancing was special. So you got special dancing. And I did my special dancing in Thriller. Okay. And so now I'm scaring everyone listening. Special. Stop giggling. Nobody's scared. Can you go, please? Special? Get out! I didn't... I didn't say what I was gonna say, though. Say what you wanna say. Chicken treat. Smell my... I know. Smell my special feet. I want... I wanted to say it. You wanted to say what? I... I wanted to say smell my special feet. You wanna say smell my special feet? Yes. And then will you leave? Yes. Will you moonwalk your ass out of here? Yes. Okay, then say it. Okay. Trick or treat. Smell my special feet. Get out. Don't put the music back on. Get them out. Moonwalk out of here. Put the Roger, put the music on and moonwalk them out of here. Moonwalk with my special feet. Get them out. Get, there he goes. Moonwalk your ass out of here, Jacko. Cause I'm special, special, special. Stop singing. Special. You're the thriller. Oh, I'm special, special. Get out, slam the door. Get him out, turn the music off. Good Lord, Roger. Just about had it. That guy is probably the most... That guy gives Campfire Timmy a run for his money, I'll tell you that much. If he thought that was supposed to be scary, that was probably the most unscary Halloween thing I've ever heard in my life. Guy jumping around in a red leather jacket with penny loafers on and white socks and uh, Jerry Curl in his hair. That's supposed to scare me. Jerry Curl and red leather pants and penny loafers. Gee, I'm trembling in my boots over here. Good Lord. Let's just, I'm moving on. God, let's move on to something that, I, I don't know if this is scary. It's more kind of silly. And I don't know, this is a weird thing. I don't know if this happens to girls or just to boys. But it happened to me recently, and it's not the first time it's happened. And I'm, it's, it's the dumbest, one of the dumbest things I think I've 
ever done, and I, I'm pretty sure most of you guys have done it. It's kind of hilarious when I think about it. It's dumb but hilarious, and I, I think the girls probably do it, but maybe not as much. It's got to do with your underwear, and the, the reason maybe it, it probably happens to girls, but girls usually have tiny underwear. They got the thongs and stuff like that, right? Uh, but the guys usually have the briefs or, you know, the male, male underwear is a lot bigger than girls' underwear. So here's what happens sometimes. You know, guys are pretty slobby, you know, when we're wearing our jeans around the house at night when we, uh, you know, when we go to uh, jump into bed, we'll just drop our jeans on the bathroom floor, the bedroom floor. We'll drop our underpants with them. Or sometimes you're changing into your PJs or whatever you're doing. Maybe you're changing into your your, uh, track pants to go to the gym. Or maybe you're just changing or whatever. And you're going to wear the same same stuff, the the same jeans the next day. Because most guys, you know, wear their jeans a few days in a row before they wash them. Why wouldn't you? And this has happened to me a few times. Uh, I, I don't realize that I've I've uh, left my underwear sitting in my jeans because most guys change their underwear. They like to keep their underwear fresh, but they don't necessarily have to change their jeans. And so what's happened to me on a few occasions is I'll throw on, you know, wake up in the morning, I'm a little groggy or whatever, I'm rushing to go out somewhere at night in the evening, and uh, I, I throw on my jeans and I start walking around or I get somewhere and all of a sudden I kind of feel like my jeans feel a little tight, but only on one leg, like my right leg or my left leg feels a little tight. I'm like, God, did I, am I putting on weight? Why are these jeans so tight? And then, then I look down, and I realize I've got like kind of a lump, I've got a lump in my leg. There it is. It's that cancer I was telling you about. It's that giant tumor. I told you you got cancer in your legs. Shut up. It's not that. The lump in my leg is when I, when I threw my jeans on, when I was rushing around, I forgot that my old pair of underpants, the dirty ones, were still sitting in the crotch of my jeans. And when I pulled my jeans on, my old underpants were still there and went down the leg. And so now I'm walking around with my fresh undies on. I've got my jeans done up, my belt. I've got my shoes on. I'm walking around. And all of a sudden, I start to feel like something sliding around on my leg and and slowly sliding down my leg. And I'm like, what have I got? Is there a rat in my pants? What the hell's climbing around? Something's climbing down my leg. And then you, you touch it, and it's all soft. And you go, wait, what the hell? And then you go, oh, my God. I got a pair of underwear on my leg. Have you done that, dudes? Please tell me I'm not the only walking, living moron that's that's done that. Please. And it's kind of funny. Like at first, I'm, I'm I think what an idiot I am, and then I start laughing because, you know, it it, it just kind of the, the gravity pulls them down your leg very slowly. I've even had instances where I'm walking. And I see the damn thing coming out by my shoe, coming out the bottom of my pants. I'm like, what the hell is that? Are my socks coming off? What what the hell? Calvin Klein. Why is there a fly on that? Oh, my God. It's my underpants. 
it's kind of funny. I can't remember if I've ever made it to like a restaurant or out to the movies or to the mall. I, I'm not sure if I made it out into the streets with the old, let's call it underpant leg. But I have, I have been guilty of walking around the house and I'm, I've, I'm almost sure I've probably gotten out into the streets, into the car somewhere. Because you really don't detect it until they start moving. And so I wondered if the girls ever do that. Because girls are a lot, you know, well, I shouldn't say they're neater. I know a lot of girls who are just great big slobs. But I think girls maybe, do they account for their undergarments more than men do? I don't know. I mean, God knows enough of the ladies have left their underpants in my house. right? Yeah, right. You wish, Williams. Um... So I want to know if, if any of you uh, ladies or dudes have, have been, have you, have any of you have suffered from underpant leg? Um, let me know, man. Call me. Call me at 323-739-4330. 323-739-4330. And let me know if you've ever experienced underpant leg. Um, and uh, we're gonna we're gonna cut away to a commercial real quick here. And when we come back, ladies and gentlemen, our exclusive scary Halloween interview with the one, the only, Freddy Krueger. Oh my God! We'll be right back. Raj, hit the commercial. May have better movie tonight, huh? <laughs> wow! What's that aftershave you're wearing? God. You high karate after shave is so powerful, it drives women right out of their minds. That's why we have to put instructions on self-defense in every package. High karate, the brisk splash-on after shave that smooths and soothes and cools. High karate, after shave, cologne, and gift sets. High karate, be careful how you use it. Okay, here we go. This is so exciting. Is he on the line, Raj? Okay, let's patch him through, ladies and gentlemen. Without further delay, uh, our very special Halloween guest for the Harland Highway Halloween uh, podcast. Uh, you know him from all his uh, incredible horror movies. Uh, he's terrified all of us in our dreams and our nightmares, even when we're awake. I love this guy. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, Freddy Krueger. Hello, Freddy. Are you there, sir? Hello. Hello, uh, Mr. Krueger. Yes, sir. Welcome to the Harland Highway. Thank you. Uh, wow, what a, I don't, I don't even know where to start. This is such a delight. Everyone loves Halloween. We got you on the show. Um, why don't I just start with the obvious? Um, tell us, tell us, uh, about, about the movie franchise, the Freddy, the Freddy Krueger Nightmare on Elm Street, uh, franchise, sir. Okay, what do you want to know? Um, well, tell us, uh, do you enjoy, do you enjoy, uh, doing that? Yeah, it's a living. Um, okay, and, and uh, how many have you done, by the way? I don't know, what, three, four, five, six, I don't know. Anything else? Uh, well, yes, uh. Well, I'm waiting. Uh, yes, sir, I, I just, you caught me off, you sound a little anxious, are, are you going somewhere? Why, why do you need to know? Well, you just sound a little irritable. I'm going to dinner tonight, all right? I got some pussy lined up. Now, can we move this along? Oh, okay. Tell us about uh, the makeup, the makeup process. I mean, the your horrific uh, face, the, the, the burns. Uh, how, how does that, 
How did that uh, look evolve? They're not birds. The, sorry? I said they're not birds. They're not birds. Well, it looks like your face is all burned, Freddy. It's not birds. I had a, uh, let's just say I had a uh, cosmetic uh, procedure done in Beverly Hills. You had cosmetic surgery done in Beverly Hills to burn your face? I told you, they're not burns. It's a lift. What? I, I don't think we understand. What do you mean? It's, so that, that, that wrinkled up look on your face, the pink inflamed wrinkled up look isn't burns? It looks like acid burns. You're all wrinkly. I told you, it's not burns. I had a, I had a nip and tuck. I had a, a, like a, a lift. Well, well, I'm not sure what we were following you at a lift. All right, have you ever looked at your own ball sack? Uh, excuse me, Freddy? Your ball sack, idiot. Take a look. If you haven't seen it, open your fly right now and look at your balls. Okay, I'm, I'm not going to do that. Well, I think you know what they look like. Well, yeah, they're all wrinkly and they're all, like, pink and wrinkly. Uh, hello, bingo. What, what are you saying? I told you I had a lift. Would you have, like, cotton in your ears or something? Well, I'm not sure I understand you. What, you had a facelift? I had a ball lift, you moron. What What are you talking about? My wrinkled up face is ball meat. What? what? It's scrotum meat, all right? I had my balls stretched up over my face and pinned to my face. It's a look. I'm in Hollywood. I got to make a living. You ever, you ever see how you, you ever hear you got to stand out when you're in Hollywood? Yes, you have to stand out. Well, how many actors in Hollywood do you know that had their, uh, their ball sack stretched up over the face and sewed to the forehead? Wait a sec. Are you telling me that's not burnt skin on your face? That you actually went into a Beverly Hills cosmetic surgery place? Yeah, and it wasn't cheap, all right? 8000 bucks for eight for each ball. What are you, 8000 bucks? Yeah, so for all you bitches out there that are complaining about your boob jobs for five grand, I eight grand a piece. That's 19 grand to have my ball sack meat stretched up over my face just so I can make a living doing these goddamn movies. You've got to be kidding me. That's, that's nut meat on your face? Yeah, you got a problem with that? No, but I mean, that's who would do that? That's ridiculous. How big's your house, asshole? What's that supposed to mean? I make quite a good living with ball meat on my face. I bet my house is twice the size of your piece of shit. You know, you, you sound very aggressive, sir. Yeah, well, I should be. I got nut meat on my face, and I'm Freddy fucking Krueger. I got fucking Swiss chalet chicken knives on my fingers. Wow, you know, I thought maybe this was just an act. Maybe, maybe you, uh... You know, yeah, you, you, you had some uh, some makeup on or something, but yeah, right. I just told you. Can you get can you get the fucking cotton out of here? I had my nut bag, okay. You know how you nut? It's like I tea bagged my own face, okay. I go into the place in Beverly Hills. Doctor, what you call it? Grabs my nut bag, cuts it right at the back by the scrotum, stretches it up over my face, sews it on. I got nut bag face. Suddenly I'm a fucking movie star, and I'm in horror movies. I'm Freddy fucking Krueger. Is this interview over yet? 
I think it is, sir. You're not the most pleasant man. I'm teabagging my own face right now. How pleasant would you be, asshole? All right, hang up on him, Roger. Up yours. I'm going to come teabag your face. Hang up on him. Suck my ball face, you freak. Hang up on him. Holy God. That might have been the worst interview I've ever done. That guy was an asshole. Is he gone? Jesus. Hang up. Turn the damn music off. You know, we put that music on special for him. What a letdown. God, it sounded like he had a real chip on his shoulder. Well, we, we at least we got Freddy Krueger for our Halloween episode, gang. I hope you enjoyed it. I don't know how much I did. Can't believe what the guy did. I always thought that was just like prosthetic makeup, but no, this guy, this guy goes method actor and gets gets his nut meat pulled over his face, cut little eye holes for his eyes and his mouth. Jesus, doesn't get much scarier than that, does it? I'm gonna leave it there. I'm gonna let's let's leave the show right there on a scary, scary visual. Um. And uh, while, you, while we're here, let's uh, do a few announcements. Uh, check out harlemwilliams.com. Uh, I don't have any more live comedy gigs for the rest of the year. Oh, my God. So sad. Well, that's not true. I have one in Ventura, Ventura, California, this Wednesday, okay? This Wednesday night, October the 28th. Um. Check my Twitter account. It's uh, it's at the uh, ch- it's called the China Inn or something like that. It's uh, it's a one night only uh, stand up comedy gig. Just go on Google, and it's the first time I've done it, so I don't have a ton of information. But it's kind of a Halloween themed show. So if you dress up uh, for Halloween, um, you can uh, you can. You can uh, hit this show. If you join my Twitter account, at Harland Williams, and you'll see a bunch of postings for uh, for this show. We're going to be tweeting tweeting it out. So it's just north of L.A. Uh, in Ventura County, Ventura, California. One night only, Wednesday night at 8 o'clock, uh, October 28th, and uh, just two nights from now. Hoo-hoo-hoo. Uh, also, while you're at the uh, at the website, harlemwilliams.com, check out our store. We have all kinds of fun gifts and clothing and music and movies and books, all kinds of stuff for you to purchase, have fun with. We'll ship it out to you. Um, again, I want to hear about your underpant leg stories, so uh, please call me. Leave me a message, 323-739-4330. That's 323-739-4330. The number is on the website if you didn't get a chance to write it down just now. You can also write us at the website at harlandwilliams.com. There is a contact uh, link where you can just write me an email if you want, if you don't feel like phoning. And by all means, get the free app. The Harland Highway app is now available on your cell phone. Just go into your app store and type in the Harland Highway. And... uh, and all the episodes up to the last, the latest 50 episodes are free. And then now we're starting to charge for the archived episodes, which is almost like almost 700. 
And also, uh, there's a special membership for $20 a year. You can become a premium member and get all kinds of special content. Special. Shut up. Um, get all kinds of special content that uh, you won't get anywhere else, including my my other podcast, which we sampled uh, just recently. In the, I think it was in the last two episodes called Let's Have a Fight. A uh, really fun podcast where two comedians and a mediator just go at it and have a bunch of fights, verbal fights, and uh, it's a ton of fun. Plus, you'll get uh, clips from my live stand-up and special interviews. So really worth your while for 20 bucks a year, which is, you know, two Big Macs and some fries. Uh, you get you get all this extra stuff uh, as a premium member. Plus, uh, to be honest, you help out and support uh, the Harland Highway podcast. So uh, it's, it's all it's all good around. I win. You win. We all we all get something and we all give something. And uh, I, I appreciate in advance for those of you that have taken the time to join the uh, the premium membership. Um, it's a lot. It's going to be a lot of fun. So uh, be sure you do that, and uh, be sure you have a safe Halloween, everybody. Uh, be careful out there. A lot of people, statistically, not to be a Debbie Downer, but a lot of people get hit by cars and have street accidents on Halloween. Uh, there's a big spike in that, and it's no wonder. There's a lot of running around and obscured vision from your wacky costume so just be safe be careful uh watch out for people that have been drinking that have been out partying at the halloween parties just be on your guard want you to have a safe and happy halloween have a ton of fun and like i said next podcast hopefully i'll be able to tell you what my halloween plans will be um but in the meantime, uh, we'll leave it right there. Hope you had a great time. Our thanks to Freddy Krueger, sort of, uh, coming on the show. And uh, until next time, everybody, a big, scary chicken chow mein, baby. Can I ask you something? What? You know I like you, don't you? Yes. And I hope you like me. The way I like you. Yes. I was wondering if you would be my girl. Oh, Michael. <laughs> now it's official. I have something I want to tell you. Yes, Michael. I'm not like other guys. Of course not. That's why I love you. No, I mean I'm different. What are you talking about? I'm special! Cause this is and no one's gonna save you from the fears about